The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts of this program do not necessarily stand to reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 10th of July, 2021. I'm your host, Bad Billy. Great show lined up for you today. In just a little bit, you're going to hear an interview that I recorded with country rapper Old Dirt Road. In the second hour, going to be talking with Army veteran Philip D. Blackman. Yes, we have an interesting conversation that you're not going to want to miss. Third hour, we got the Steve solution. Before I get to any of that, I want to cue one of the latest singles from Old Dirt Road. This is Couple More Years. Be right back with Old Old Dirt Road right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. Now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio. That's what's coming. Georgia and Maine. Dirt Road. Dirt Road. Hey. It's getting serious on this track, man. Right. Studios. Give me a couple more years, love, and I swear I'll change my way. Give me a couple more years, love, and I swear I'll change my way. Give me a couple more years, love, and I swear I'll change my way. Give me a couple more years, love, and I swear I'll change my way. Pray at night, send me an angel to help with this fight. No one trying hard, just to do right. Swing for home, but no one should strike. Get the fuck up out my way. Knock it down off for this fucking AK. Better listen to what I say. The Georgia boy right here don't play. Trapping hard off in this game. Took a leg to the chin and said, I thought you would do the same. Looked at it, just started talking insane. Telling him all about our spot. Never thought in the media that you would flop. Guess what I'm trying to say? People do anything just to get saved. Give me a couple more yellow. And I swear. Change my way. I swear, Lord. Give me a couple more years, and I swear I change my way. Give me a couple more years, and I swear I change my way. Give me a couple more years, and I swear I change my way. I swear, Lord. Give me a couple more years, and I swear I change my way. I swear, Lord
And I swear I tame. <laughs> they don't know about it, Get back with the black mag for you get cracked with a ball bag. Oh, yeah. Don't beat smack or so jack. I tell no lies, it's straight facts. Oh, yeah. I need to change my way. Hold oh, on, I know it's hard, but I pray. Hold oh, on, now back to the scenario. I'm weighing up them fucking old niggas. Couple more years of stack my dough. Medicating up on this purple gold. That cast fast is never slow. So get back and let it go. It's a green light. So watch me go, I'm in the paint, so watch me go Give me a couple more yellow And I swear I change my way Give me a couple more yellow And I swear I change my way Give me a couple more yellow And I swear I change my way Give me a couple more yellow And I swear I change my way Verse 3, I go again. I'm yep. thinking about them dividends. I'm right. only one of my next kin. Probably never see the shit again. Nope. That's okay, still stack it up. Taller than a Jado truck. White me. boy in this bitch so buck. And you know I don't give a fuck. Sure. Give me a couple more years. Please, all out. And conquer all my feet. Please, all out. I flip the game inside out. I snatch them up. They scream and shout. Oh, yes. Let me clear up all these doubts. I had dope when they's been sure around. Did. Didn't know the name when now you do with dirt. Road and I'm coming through. You yeah. try to shine, that's up to you. Cause I ripped the bitch from verse number two. Give me a couple more yellow. And I swear I change my ways. Give me a couple more yellow. And I swear I change my ways. Give me a couple more yellow. And I swear I change my ways. Last verse, gonna need a hearse. It's mm-hmm. close curtain or something worse. worse. Never last, I'm always first. Steady hating, living with this curse. 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 All right, like studio. Just a few more. Better believe. And I learn. Maybe. We coming, man. Hey there, Thrill Seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you, you're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah blah drink in a can or bottle, one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey, the best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey, 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. Love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably... Freedom of speech is the most important civil liberty in a democratic society. It's our biggest weapon against fear and conformity and protects us from living under a communist government. It's important for individuals and social growth, and it protects us from censorship and corruption. 
Don't be silenced. Express your freedom of speech. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, the Cormac Foundation, and this station. First, there was Cranked Up Live. This is Cranked Up Live. Then, Cranked Up Went Country. Today's best and tomorrow's greats. Cranked Up Country. Now, Cranked Up Live is back. <laughs> this is a sizzling hot podcast. Cranked Up Live. Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington will keep you listening, keep you laughing, and keep you coming back for more. Convicted felons will no longer be called convicted felons. Do you know what they want to call them, Curtis? <laughs> no. Justice-involved individuals is what they renamed them. Listen and download the podcasts at crankeduplive.com. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash crankeduplive. Cranked Up Live. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard a couple more years by Old Dirt Road, and it is my pleasure to welcome ODR to the show. Brother, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Got a lot going on, man. We got a lot in store for these folks, man. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> So for those who are not familiar with ODR, uh, why don't you give a little background, tell the listeners a bit about yourself, and uh, give us uh, some background there. Uh, yes, sir, no problem. Uh, I'm from Hortense, Georgia, southeast Georgia. Um, actually, me and your boy Dirty, we're both part of Outlaw Nation. Me and him's actually childhood best friends, grew up in the same same town. So uh, uh, me and him's been doing this together for a long time. Uh Moved to Alabama after that, spent some time in Alabama. Then I got a, a major prison sentence, and I spent over 10 years in prison. And uh, that's basically what changed my whole life. And then I got back out, and I went full-fledged with my music because I was almost on the verge the first time before I got locked up. And uh, I got locked up, and uh, that kind of put a damper on things, but I got out, did some changing, and uh, I don't do nothing now but work for a living and do my music. That's it. <laughs> So, uh, how long to this day, how long has it been since you've been released? Three years. Three years. <laughs> enjoying life, yeah. enjoying life on the outside. That's great. <laughs> now, um, we, I was talking to you in a, in a private conversation. I want to bring this up again too. Is so uh, when I, I listen to your music, obviously, you know, I've listened to other artists that, uh, combine, uh, country and Southern rock with, uh, hip hop, but, uh, you do it uh, much differently than anybody else I've heard, you know, because I've interviewed a, a couple of guys out of Georgia you might have heard of, like uh, Appalachian Don and uh, Yard Call. Yeah, 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 I know both of them. <laughs> yeah, good guys, both of them, sure. You know, and I've heard other guys other guys like uh, Big Smo and uh, Cowboy Troy. Yours, your style is, is just different uh, compared, I mean, the... I mean, in common, yeah, you combine country with hip hop and southern rock, but uh, what's what's different is the style that you do it in. And I honestly, I listen to the way you do it, and I get this uh, influence uh, from Bone Thugs and Harmony that you bring to the table. And man, it's funny that you say that because uh, actually, my first CD, like 
I was raised up. My parents raised me up on old country, like Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, Johnny Paycheck. Uh, and like I, all of my uncles were Southern rock, like ACDC, Leonard Skinner, Molly Hatchet, Marshall Tucker, stuff like that. So uh, my my cousin actually had the uh, East 1999 CD by Bone Thugs and Harmony. And that was the first, the first hip hop CD I ever got, dude. And I played it so much that it started skipping from being in the CD player so much. But yeah, that's funny you said that because actually, in the hip hop game, three of my uh, three of my biggest influences, period, is of course Tupac, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, and uh, Bubba Sparks. I mean, Bubba Sparks, the grandfather of what we do, and uh, I salute him for that. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Um would you say also your your time on the inside? Uh, I have to assume while you were on the inside, you wrote a lot of your music while you were in there as well. Oh yes, sir. Probably eighty percent of it. Yes, yes, and uh, yeah. of course, uh, I listen to the lyrics, and I'm not I'm not hearing a whole lot. Uh, obviously, that uh, you know about about you spending time on the inside. However, I mean, it's mentioned uh, once or twice that I have heard, but uh, for the most part, uh, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why on that. Let me tell you why on that. Because while you're on the inside, you don't want nothing to make you think about that. The only thing you want to think about is being out. So like, I, I never really tried to put that. Like if somebody asked me about my past, I'll tell them about my past. I don't lie about it. Yeah. But then at the same time, I try not to put it in my songs because that's not who I am today. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm getting at too. Is uh, your your lyrics uh, are more about uh, you know? Obviously, uh, you're a patriot. I can clearly see that. Absolutely. I, I, God bless America. And I love my country. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Uh, so, so you're a patriot, and uh, you you put that in there, but also talk about what it uh, what the American dream is all about. The American dream is nothing without uh, putting in blood, sweat, and tears. And you you emphasize that a lot. Yes, sir. Uh, that's very important to me because I was raised in, you always work for what you get and you get what you work for. And, uh, uh, dude, I, dude, I'm a grinder. Like, I still work for a living. I do heat and air. Uh, a new breed still works for a living. That's what I work for, actually. And uh, um, he does heat and air. He still goes to work every day. And, uh, I mean, we just do this music at nighttime and on the weekend. So for anybody who don't know, man, we're, we are all time grinders, bro. We never stop. Uh, we take naps. We don't even get to sleep. We take naps and then we wake right back up and we go again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, sounds, sounds like your, your schedule is full living the blue collar life and then, uh, basically practicing and recording at night then. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, yes. Kind of, you know, it kind of reminds me too because I'm also a huge fight fan, and I've I've uh, studied the history, especially in uh, professional boxing too. We're talking the, uh, the early days, the bare knuckle days. I mean, uh, they they didn't just box for a living. I mean, like Jack Dempsey worked the coal mines. I, I, that was the only name on my mind when she said bare knuckle boxing with Jack Dempsey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jack Dempsey was a coal miner as well. A lot of people don't know that. And when he wasn't boxing, that's what he was doing. And then you have Jim Braddock who was always working the working the docks during the Depressionary times too, and that's how he got so strong. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you know, the people, the people who who I do music with, New Breed and Jesse Howard, you know, they had that number one song in America, "Welcome to My House," and uh, and for anybody who don't know, 
the past on him, you know, just two years ago, Newbury was homeless. You know what I'm saying? Homeless. Didn't have nowhere to go. And for him to have a number one song in America and for me to be part of that camp and, you know, for us just to climb like we climbing, uh, my numbers are going up daily, big time. They're getting bigger every day. And I already know where this is going to go, but don't ever think for a minute, and I'll put this on any interview, don't ever think for a minute, I'll never change my ways. I'm still sitting here in a cut-off camouflage shirt with a with a pair of Walmart jeans and a pair of generic boots on my feet right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I, I got to say something about that song, too, Welcome to My House. It's, uh, I, I just had to play it. Now, I don't... I, I understand that uh, as an artist, you want to you want to stay apolitical, and you, you know you don't want to really put put uh, your beliefs out there, and that's fine. And I and I do respect that. I I'm I'm I will openly say that I am not a fan of the current administration. And the other day, when I heard about Jen Psaki talking about how she's going to go door to door to those who have not had the vaccine, I was th- I started playing that song. I'll shoot her. I'll come to my door and try to put a needle in my arm and see what happens. Man, woman, whatever it may be, you're going to get the shit shot out of you. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, you know, that stimulus, you, you want to know what I bought with that stimulus money from Biden? What? Guns. Absolutely. <laughs> you sound like us, my friend. <laughs> hey, you know, I may be more from the Northwest, but I come from a similar area around similar people. And I... Right. Even though that's not where I'm, I'm not originally from the South. I have lived in the South, and I can relate so much. Yeah, well, you know, I spent some time up in Maine too. I was in Maine for uh, a couple of years, uh, and uh, uh, I, I hooked up with the North Woods Outlaws. Uh, they're a big country rap thing up north in Maine, and uh, I was doing a bunch of shows with them. Man, and uh, man, let me tell you something. Some of the most country folks I've ever met in my whole life have been from up north. And it's just it's a different type of country, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They die, they die, they die, they die, but they still live like we do. <laughs> yes. Um. You know, there's there's the uh, New England area, and then there's Maine. I have I have traveled all over this country. Maine is one of the places I have not been, but from what I understand, it's just like Maine is so different from New York or Connecticut or Pennsylvania. Yeah, man, it's nothing but lakes, lake streams, and mountains and woods, man. It's- it's all nature. Anybody who anybody who knows me can straight up tell you, man, if I got my choice, that's where I want to be at, man. I want to be deep off in the woods as I can possibly fucking get. <laughs> Indeed. I, I got to ask you, too, because, uh, you know, I'm an, I'm an outdoorsman. I mean, that's the main reason why I bought my guns is for hunting. And how, how's the hunting out there in Maine? I hear it's pretty good. Man, look, my, my cousin shot a three-point that field dressed at almost 200 pounds. Three-point. And there's there's moose up there too, right? Yes, sir. There's moose. There's black bear. Uh, they be killing all type of shit up there in Maine, man. They got all, but Maine does not have poisonous snakes, and they don't have poisonous spiders. So. <laughs> oh wow, no snakes, no spiders. See, and that yeah, that's uh, was South Carolina the first time I ever saw a water moccasin, <laughs> and I'm glad I was standing where I was, which was up on a balcony looking over this pond. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, also, uh, also, I was gonna let you know we got a. Uh, we're working on the ODR album right now. We're gonna go ahead and get that album out of there to be out there soon. Uh, it'll be uh, produced and uh, put out there by Outlaw Nation. That whole camp. Um, we got a show July thirty. Well, actually, we got a show this weekend in Knoxville. 
And then we got a show the 30th and the 31st. It's going to be a big shindig. I'm talking about a huge shindig. Anybody want to bring their ass? Bring your ass. It's going to be in uh, Sparta, Tennessee at Big Puckett's Campground. Nice. Nice. Now I got to ask you, of course, uh, last year completely sucked for everybody. Um, yeah. But what? Uh, but uh, given the whole COVID pandemic and all that, what are the positives you think uh, you can take out of COVID? I live like it wasn't even COVID. I didn't even know there was COVID until somebody had told me. They <laughs> 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 used to kick me out the store because I didn't have no mask on. I never would wear one, man, because one thing I'm a firm believer, man. I'm a God fearing man myself. You know what I'm saying? I believe uh, I try to live as close to the Bible as I can. Yes, I mean, like I'm not. Like, I'm not a super do-right-do. I got my flaws and all that, and I, I don't go to church every Sunday and stuff like that, but I still try to live my life in a certain type of direction away. And uh, I believe I believe God got my back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I get sick and it's my time, it's my time. That's, what, that's how I believe. And, hey, uh, you, and, you and me both, brother. You and me both. God bless and amen to that. Um, to, but, uh, yeah, I got to tell you, I, ha- I had covid and I've been sicker than that before. This whole thing was just a bunch of bullshit. That's and this, absolutely this uh, this uh, Delta variant that they're t- talking about. Just like oh great, I've here we go again. I've heard this crap before. What's next? You know, wh- absolutely. And then they came out with the murder hornet, <laughs> <laughs> which I uh, yeah. What's I think uh, it was uh, John B. Wells, uh, one of my mentors. He said, "What's next? Giant flying piranhas with giant flying rabid piranhas with AIDS." <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, hey, uh, uh, let me tell you what I thought was kind of neat, though. Let me tell you what brought my eye whenever you texted me because you know I, I'm part of Outlaw Nation. And yes. You got the Outlaw Radio, man, and that's. Man, I think that's so cool, and I I want to take my ass off to you and salute you for the interview, man, for real. Because because whenever we say ourselves as Outlaw Nation, we are some real outlaws. There's no persona over here. I mean, this is really who we are. <laughs> well, I get, let me let me give you the background on that too. As I, I've stated on this show before, is uh, you know I was attending American Broadcasting School, and I contacted two of my f- fellow colleagues there. That uh, you know, I said, let's the three of us put together a show let's put together something that's uncensored where we discuss music with pop culture stupidity and politics uh serious to funny issues let's do something you know and the the name at first was going to be uh hellhounds radio show and uh that really didn't fly very well with the schools so uh derek decided outlaw radio and i thought you know what and uh, the show is about freedom of speech, and if they outlaw, Absolutely. they outlaw freedom of speech, then I'm going to be an outlaw. No, because if uh, as as far as this country goes back, uh, that's what it was built on was our constitutional rights, and and I'll be damned if I let any one of them get took from me. So yes, yes, I mean. They're not going to take away my freedom of speech. They're not going to take away my guns. They can go to hell. Hey, in the famous words of New Breed and Jesse Howard, uh, uh, they're going to take away our freedom. They're going to take away our rights. And if you stand up for what you believe in, they're going to take away our life. And, man, that rings so true. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, uh, you know, shout out to my wife, of course, who uh, 
you know, she normally doesn't listen to country music very often, and uh, she hasn't listened to country rap uh, genre very much. But the moment she heard uh, Jesse Howard, New Breed, she was hooked, and she said, "Hey, you got you got to check some of this out." And I, was, I started listening, like, "Holy shit!" I hope I can get oh, a check. Oh yeah, man, them boys has got. <laughs> Go. boys got a big message, man. All of us do over here at this camp, man. This whole camp. It's uh, Mullet Mike, your boy Dirty, me, New Breed, Jesse Howard. Uh, man, the whole camp's just growing. Sierra B. Adams, I mean, it's non-realer. I mean, it's growing. It's it's growing, and we got some artists over here making a lot of noise. Me included. Right now, I'm making a lot of noise, and not a two my own horn, but two two. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying too. <laughs> Let me let me elaborate on something else too. Is that uh, is that um, me and my wife uh, know a family, and uh, she knows these two kids. She's known them since birth, uh, but long before I even came into her picture. And um, uh, this this little boy, he's autistic, and he's got uh, I don't know how many different uh, types of epilepsy. And uh, right. he, and his father is very impatient with him. And now, don't get me wrong, I ain't against corporal punishment, and I think some kids need an ass whooping. But his only his o- only solution, whenever he is, acts up, is to whoop his ass. And I'm like, he's a special right. he's a special needs kid. And what we heard started hearing preacher man and little boy, and it, he just comes to mind every time we hear that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's another thing for people who didn't know. Uh, some of them proceeds was took and gave to a place for better kids. So, uh, so uh, that's also a a big thing that we do, man. We give back to the uh, we give back to the public. Yes, I mean, I'm gonna I'm not gonna say uh, that, that the young kid I'm talking about has it as bad as the little boy described in the song, but still, you know, I mean, right. the only the only option to whoop his ass, I mean, that, that ain't right. Right, right. No, especially not nobody with special needs because that's what it is. You got to. Give them special attention, not not just what they're probably leaving that off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't know, some punk kid who wants to who wants to flip me off or so, call me a racist for waving an American flag. See, my wife's originally from Texas. I got her. I got her a Confederate flag. <laughs> oh, oh, I have plenty of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also have a flag that says "Fuck Biden." So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> And, and you know what, too, is what I discovered, too, as I talked about uh, my ancestry roots, too, is, um, yeah, I'm originally from Idaho, but uh, my my great-grandmother was from Missouri, and uh, that's kind of where where it started from there. And um, my if I have any ties to the Civil War, it'd be on the Confederacy. Right, absolutely, 100%. Like I told you, man, my whole family is from Florida, uh, Georgia, and uh uh, Mississippi, all that area. So, uh, yeah, like all of my ties are really down south, and uh, and, and that's like I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't want no other way to grow up than that because you know my childhood, we didn't have video games, we didn't, we had bicycles that we had to fix the chain on about every forty-two turns. I, and then we had a damn lawnmower that we had to push, and we had to clean spark plugs about every two, every two laps. We had to take it out, clean spark plug, put it back in, so we spent it on. <laughs> Ah uh, hell! I've even as young as I I am, I've mowed lawns with uh, the ones uh, without the the engines in them. You know what I'm talking about? Those. Oh, oh, you was the motor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've used those in the past too. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's what my daddy used to tell me on them lawnmowers. My uh, 
His mama had one, and I used to push it around the backyard. And Daddy said, mm-hmm. "You know what you're doing, don't you?" He said, "You a motor now." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got to throw the brain teaser at you now. Um, this is something my uh, former co-host started, and I keep it going just for him. So uh, let's say that ODR, you make it really, really big. And uh, you're yep. hit, you're hitting the charts, and you're going to go on a big nationwide tour. You're probably going to go into Canada and Mexico a little bit, maybe even travel overseas. Who knows? You ha- you have three opens uh, openings of bands or musicians you'd like to have open for you. Who do you pick? And it could be anybody, past or present. Oh man! Well, first of all, you already know who the first one's going to be. New Breed, Jesse Howard. Yes. Oh, that's my favorite favorite group. They got a message that's beyond that's beyond anything I've ever heard. And uh, but but anybody besides that, you know, I always want to smoke a lot of weed with, with uh, Willie Nelson. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely have Willie Nelson there with me, and uh, uh, probably Waylon Jennings, man, because that was the real outlaw. Anybody that wants the definition of outlaw is Waylon Jennings, in my opinion. Oh God! It, you know, on the very first show of Outlaw Radio Two, I played my uh, very favorite country song, or I can't say my very favorite, one of my favorites, and that was Highwaymen. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. God, I just something about that song. I absolutely love it. I love the the metal cover by Iced Earth, and then the female cover by the Highway Women. They, it's it's just a yep. br- brilliant song. Absolutely, one hundred percent it is. Yes. yes. It's almost like Granddaddy's gun. It got redeemed so many times, but every time it gets done, it's brilliant as hell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. One, yeah. one of those songs that never gets old. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so look, so look, if I was to ask you, if y'all got something together out there in Idaho, and uh, you hear about it and you're able to be a part of it, and, then, and if you want to get me out there, I come and do that for you just for the price of just being out there. I wouldn't even charge you nothing just to come out there and kick it with. You know what? There, I can probably get you in touch with the right man because uh, I was actually a couple weeks ago, I was supposed to attend a big music festival they're having out here. I, and I was at it last year despite COVID. They still had it. It's called Highway 30 yep. Music Fest, and uh, it's mainly oh. c- consists of uh, Americana, Red Dirt, Country, so- yep. Southern Rock. Yeah, yep. but hey, here's another thing for uh, a lot of people don't know this because I don't do it. But like, I can sing country, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. so like, I got a song, I got a song coming out that's more on the countryside. Anyways, it's called "Things Ain't the Same No More," and it's gonna be a, I, I believe, as a Tennessee to be a really big song. Oh yes, yes. I was gonna say, you know, maybe you know what I could we could reach out to Gordy Schroeder. Get you somewhat, get you booked out here somewhere because yeah, he's the man that makes things happen, and I communicate with him often. Absolutely, because uh, I would love just coming down there and just hang out with you for a whole day, you and your little crew down there, and uh, uh, we just sit around and chill and just chop it up because that's what I like to do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, and it, it, uh, you say you say you like to smoke weed, which unfortunately it's illegal here in Idaho, but it doesn't stop me. But hell, I'll smoke you out. <laughs> Absolutely. I got the medical card, so I'll bring some good medical stuff for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, that's one thing. I mean, I'm I'm politically conservative, if anybody can't already figure that out. But uh, that's one thing Idaho needs to let loose on is just, you know, c- come on. Let, weed's better than whiskey. 
And I do like my whiskey but, once but, in a while. I mean, the medicinal properties of it, why wouldn't you? You know what I'm saying? It keeps yeah. kids from having seizures. It it, it, it stops Parkinson shakes. Uh, I, I mean, people need this stuff. And yeah, it is nice to smoke and I get a feeling off of it, but which I like beer too, but that's better than beer on your body. You know what I'm saying? So like, I have nothing, nothing at all but good things to say about weed, man. And uh, well, just uh, take it, take the uh, smoking part out of it, and uh, right. you take cannabis, and uh, you can you you know this debt we have with China that we've had for a while. We start farming ca- can- cannabis. Yeah, two years we'll be out of debt. No time. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. D- I mean, the, and the endless possibilities from making uh, CBD to paper to rope to clothing. <laughs> there, it's a, it's a gold mine. Uh, if you're if you're there, you kind of faded out a little bit. Oh Lord! Oh no! I got Hello. I got you I got you back. What were you saying? Okay. But no, that plant, nothing on it goes to waste. Every part of it can be used. The roots for salve, the leaves for butter, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That just kind of like the way the Native Americans used a buffalo. I mean, they didn't just eat it. They they used the hide. They used the bones. Yeah. Same, same difference. Oh, so uh, Native American, I'm glad you said that. That runs deep in my family. Uh, my grandmother was, well, my daddy's grandmother, my great-grandmother, uh, was full-blooded Cherokee. And I'm part Cheyenne. Yeah, deep in my family also. Yeah, Cheyenne runs okay, in my yeah. family. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just want to get back to the subject of touring a little bit. Um, I, want to, I want to ask you... Um, out of uh, you know places that you've been and all that, uh, but uh, is there some place anywhere here in the United States or even globally that you just absolutely love to play the dream stage? Man, the dream stage for me, I went to it, but I wasn't on the stage for it. It was a uh, redneck rave, man. I was just at the last one watching uh, New Breed and Jesse Ira perform there, and whenever I tell you there's twenty thousand folks just like me, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kentucky, man, that was such a good time, man. Uh, uh, for anybody who, who didn't know, I, I got to chop it up with the sticks, Joe Sticks and them. Um, I got to chop it up with Afro Man. Uh, I got to chop it up with uh, uh, Justin Time. Uh, there was a lot of artists out there. They got Big Murph. So, uh, yeah, that was definitely a good time. And that was, and mark my words, next year, if I ain't on that stage, something wrong. I should be on there next year on the ticket. Hey, hey, you've you've earned it. Yeah, I mean you've you put in the hard work, so why not? Yes, sir, I agree with you on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, um you talk about uh, upcoming gigs and as uh, we start to recover from uh this COVID nonsense uh with the exception of the stupid uh, Delta variant, uh, you have some uh, you have some gigs coming up uh you wish to tell us? Yes, sir. We got uh, we got Knoxville, Tennessee this weekend. Uh, you can look it up online. It changes the uh, address. I don't know it right off the top of my head. Uh, then uh, July 30th and the 31st, we got uh, Sparta, Tennessee. That's going to be huge. And uh, that's going to be a big Puckett's campground, Sparta, Tennessee. Uh, it, it's also kid-friendly all weekend. So, like, be like, no, I can't come. I got my kids. That's no excuse. Come on, bring your kids. We're going to have bouncy houses and everything out there for them. Nice. And then uh, – 
then after that, we got Oklahoma booked up. We got Maine booked up. And all these are like September, August shows. Uh, there'll be, uh, uh, of course, uh, you can go on Outlaw Nation uh, or Jesse Howard Music or New Breed page and see them because uh, uh, nine times out of ten, if I'm doing a show, that's who it'll be with. Nice. Nice. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask a bit earlier in the interview, too, is, um, you know, we mix. I mentioned the mix of hip-hop and country and then rock and all that, but uh, to you personally, as an artist, how important to, is it to you to, to look at the whole picture, look at all genres, you know, because I think a good artist needs needs to, needs to look at... I'm glad you said that. Yeah. You know, for even, I'm glad you said that, actually, because if you don't, if you don't, you're not... And not to take nothing away from any artist out there. I'm not, I'm not dragging nobody on this one. But in my opinion, if you're stuck on one music, that means you can only go so far. You know what I'm saying? And I was raised up on old country and classic rock, like I told you. But, man, I love Otis Reddings, Al Green, The Otis. I love uh, Boys to Men. Uh, I love uh, uh, Sturgill Simpson. Uh uh, Rob Johnson, that's a big influence for me right there. Rob Johnson's a big influence for me. Uh, uh, who else is a big influence for me that I used to jam all the time? Uh, uh, CCR, Creedence Clearwater Revival, man. That was a huge influence for me. The first time I heard him, Bad Moon and Rise, the first time I heard that, it made me fall in love with music. Absolutely. You know, um, I don't... The, the style, I don't particularly care for, but I still listen because I think it's important to listen to the lyrics, even if you don't like the style. I mean, like uh, Frank Sinatra or, you know, something something like that. It's not, right. it's not a style right. I particularly care for. But, uh, you know, my my way, I think, is an important song. My dad song. was a big Neil Diamond fan, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, my, yes, I, my way was, a, uh, it's a very important song, and... You know, I mean, if it if it's covered uh, correctly, you know, it's a very powerful song. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, look, I got a list of the shows for the Outlaw Nation. If y'all want me to give them to you right quick, yes, yes, uh, go ahead. July July tenth, Knoxville, Tennessee. Like I told you, uh, July tenth that'll be this weekend. July thirtieth and thirty first be a all weekend event, Sparta, Tennessee. Uh, September 2nd through the 6th. Now, this day is, uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the uh, TikTok event. And it's going to be a four-day event. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be in Blackstone, Virginia. Uh-huh. And then s- September 24th, we got Lumberton, North Carolina. Nice area. October 8th, we got, yeah, we got Oregon, October 8th. What part of Oregon? I got to ask, what part of Oregon? I have no idea yet. It just says Oregon on the calendar. <laughs> I mean, uh, who knows uh, if it's or- Oregon's close. I mean, uh, as long as it's not Portland, because that's just become too much of a shithole that I don't want to approach. But uh, just about anywhere right, else. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're wide open over there. <laughs> oh man. But anyways, uh. Uh, end it right now. Bakersville, California, October 9th. That'll be a big one. I will be performing there with Sugar Boom Boom. The dude who sings Sugar Boom Boom, he'll be performing with us at Bakersville Drag Strip in California. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a good area, too. Yes. And the, will this be the first time that uh, you've come to these areas or had a chance to perform yes, there before? Yes. Yeah, I, uh, really, I've only performed in Maine, 
Vermont is the only two states I performed that wasn't in the South. It's been Georgia, Mississippi, Florida. We just did Orlando. We did Mississippi Mud Park in South Mississippi. We did George Bronxton, Georgia. We did uh, Virginia, uh, Pinfolk, Virginia. We, we've already did Sparta before, Sparta, Tennessee. And uh, we did a few more places around around South, but I've never really been out South, so I'm kind of excited to go out West. All right. So it'll be good to have you out here. Now, yes, uh, I just I just have a couple more questions here. Uh, this one's one of my favorite questions, uh, just because of the crazy fucked up answers that I get with it. Now, th- <laughs> now this doesn't matter if uh, you're playing out in the sticks. You br- you booked some dirty dive bar, some shithole that uh, holds a maximum capacity of about uh, twenty five people if you're lucky, or you just booked out Madison Square Garden for a big show. What's the craziest thing you think you have witnessed while performing on stage? The craziest thing I ever witnessed while performing. All right, Bronxton, Georgia, we performed in Tornado. A tornado was right behind the field we were performing in. It was the hardest rain I've ever seen. Like, people's canopies were flying away. People were soaking wet, and not one person left. <laughs> so, uh... So I said, I said, you know what? They want to be that loyal. They want to show. I'm, I'm finna give them one. So I got off the stage, and whenever I tell you, it was a lake out here in the middle of this field. It was a lake. So I still had my boots and everything on, and I ran, and I barely slid, and I must have slid 30 yards on the grass through the water, and and there wasn't a person that wasn't on their feet hooping and hollering, and that was crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like uh, sounds like Woodstock, only uh, n- everybody wasn't naked. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good one! Wow, a tornado going on and people are not leaving. That's amazing. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, final question. So let's uh, let's say a group of kids, ages fifteen to early twenties, approach you and tell you they're going to start a band, and get in the music business. So, uh, what advice do you think you'd give them? <laughs> Practice. Don't stop. And look into the business side of it before you do anything. Because I, I didn't do that. Uh, you want to make sure you want to stay independent. I can't stress that, that, that enough. If kids was coming to me and say, what's the most important part of your music? Is it staying independent. Staying independent is the most important part. Because if you're not independent, you will hardly... Uh, you, you might have material stuff, but after you're done doing music, you won't have nothing. Yeah. As if you're an independent artist and you grind everything and you do it yourself. As a new breed, Jesse Howard, myself, all us, we're doing it ourselves, man. All our videos, we do ourselves. All our uh, recording, we do ourselves. Everything is done in-house. So uh, that's the biggest thing I can tell them is everything that you're going to do, learn how to do it. If you want a video, learn how to shoot your own videos. Yes, and I can tell by watching a lot of the new breed videos, too, that, uh, yeah, that's a lot of that is done by you guys. It's not done by... By by someone you know who signed to a label, you know, and you're right. You signed to right. you, you signed to a label, and you're basically a slave. And right, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. What actually? Absolutely. It's just like wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I do have one more question though, because uh, how would you feel? I mean, uh, there's Tom McDonald out there, and he's got his own style, but his music is also very unique, and uh, he's very independent, just like you guys too. <laughs> How would you guys feel about performing with him one day? 
But I would love to. I love Tom McDonald. That's probably one of my that's probably one of my favorite artists out right now. Tom McDonald is uh he's such a real dude and me and him's got the same personality. Uh basically we're uh we're gonna be us and you can either like it or hate it, but I'm gonna speak my mind every time. So so don't ever hesitate to ask ask me a question because I'm gonna give you my honest opinion <laughs> on every time. And you know, Tom McDonald doesn't hold back uh, from the truth. I mean, just listen to his songs. He 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 only gives you facts. He doesn't give you bullshit. Right, absolutely, one hundred ten percent. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of his. Pass off, salute to him. Maybe one day we'll uh, get to do some uh, work together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. I want to thank you very much for joining the show, and uh, we're going to hit a music set where I'm going to play. Uh, three more of your songs uh, but before I get to that um, why don't you go ahead and uh, give yourself a plug tell the listeners where they can find uh, ODR uh, social media Re- Reverb Nation iTunes Spotify and all that good shit okay you can find me on YouTube OL Road, Dur Road. Uh, uh, you can find me on all platforms under the same name OL Dur Road. you can find me on Spotify on Chris Level 53 uh, I mean, I Spotify, Instagram on Chris Level Fifty Three, and you can find me also on Facebook on the Older Row page. Leave me, I promise to you, I will get back to you. Everybody who leaves a message knows I do answer. So if you want to talk, chop it up. Give me a holler, we'll chop it up. As long as it ain't about no bullshit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Well, hey, I want to thank you so much for your time here on the show. I want to wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And, hey, I I may have to get a message to uh, Gordy and see about getting you guys out here. You know, uh, maybe that we got Western Days that happens every summer. We got – Gordy puts on all kinds of shows. The biggest is the Highway 30 Music Fest, but, uh, you know, um, he, who knows what uh, what Gordy can do for you. And uh, – <laughs> Yeah, you'd be. I think you'd be an asset to the uh, Highway 30 Music Fest for sure. Absolutely, buddy. See what you can do then. Let's get it going. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for your time. God bless and take care. All right. Well, hey, everybody out there, y'all log on to the Apple uh, Station Radio. Y'all listen to their good tunes. And, man, pushing out some music. Salute and hats off to you. I appreciate you having me on. <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, buddy. Have a good one. You too. And there you have the interview with Old Dirt Road, also known as ODR. Time to hit our music set. We got three more songs by ODR. We also have Never Wake and Melissa Lee Zinker in the mix. Be right back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? Don't tell us how to live our life, gonna live life how we want to. You know we walk them rough roads and we feel them grown man shoes. Every lesson learned is a lesson burned, but you know you got a choice to choose. And you know we live this country life, so this country life what I choose. Don't tell us how to live our life, gonna live life how we want to. And you know we live this country life, so this country life what I choose. You know granddaddy taught me right from wrong, but despite his words of wisdom, wisdom learned from his mistakes, had to make them myself, so it landed me a beard in prison. Hard hair make us all fast, but sometimes soft make cash, but that's the wrong tip, trying to make this music flip. Different house in a different Zip. Little cheese up on my grill, so shit. Slow it down to a different lane. Whoa. Take it in, listen what I say. Chop them up like a fish fillet. A on my half for the braids. Up in Maine, ripping G 
a Chevy set. Chest out, taking no shit. Put the swing, make your jaw flip. Never told, kept my lips zip. Thing on my hip, tight grip, don't slip. But you know I still brain the flame when I'm gripping the grain, flipping the thing, sipping the rain. And I got a choke cold on the game. If they really can't see it, then I tell them the name. Climbing to the top, boy, they ain't no stopping the train. Doing this for my people, steady fucking the game. Fuck the fame, riding my wave and swerving my lane. Kicking up dirt and breaking the cane. But you know I gotta get my roll on. If they don't like it, then they probably need to go home. Got a Chevy jagged up and you know it's two-tone. Got a bad bitch in the front singing two phones. Weighing up a pound and I'm chopping up two clones. Going with the wind, on with the wind, I'm gone. You can hear them whip a wheel or the black train song. Would take the show away, but you know it's too long, too long. Yeah, don't tell us how to live our life. Gonna live life how we want to. You know we walk them rough roads and we feel them grown man shoes. Every lesson learned is a lesson burned, but you know you got a choice to choose. And you know we live this country life, so this country life what I choose. Don't tell us how to live our life, gonna live life how we want to. You know we live this country life, so this country life what I choose. Don't tell us how to live our life, gonna live life how we want to. You know we walk them rough roads and we feel them grown man's shoes Every lesson learned is a lesson burned but you know you got a choice to choose And you know we live this country life so this country life what I choose Don't tell us how to live our life gonna live life how we want to you know we live this country life, so this country life what I yeah. choose Country life never chose me, I chose it when I moved from the city I had to get away from my past, plus all this smog in the air Got the air kinda shitty, I ain't gotta hide from my demons Cause I done beat them, so now I'm just chilling And I'm scheming on a motherfucking millionaire Soon I'm gonna see it if the good lord's willing I got stripes in the streets from the meth and the cane But I finally got smarter, cashed out on the game Seven cars, two houses, and everything's in my kids' names It's all for them, I do it all for them Everything I am now is because of them And someday they gon' look back and thank me and say Everything that I am is because of him I take a dirt road over a city life Any time of the week, day or night Cause when the going gets tough and the shit gets rough This country life will get your mind right We ain't perfect, we still sinners Putting food on the table, I'm a breadwinner Baby just ask what I want for them. I told her get the crock pot and put some beans in it I'm grown now, I'm too old for games But I'll never let a pussy talk down my name So don't you get it twisted just because I changed I'm still that dude and that'll never change I'll never get my pain away Cause it ain't your shit to deal with And if they say my name then it had best to be some real shit Best lessons come from all the shit you have to deal with I put my life in this music and hope you feel it Don't tell us how to live our life, gonna live life how we want to. You know we walk them rough roads and we feel them grown man's shoes Every lesson learned is a lesson burned but you know you got a choice to choose And you know we live this country life so this country life what I choose Don't tell us how to live our life, don't tell us how to live our life No Life how we want to We feel them grown man shoes But you know you got it You got it You got it Choice to Are you a big, fat bastard who loves eating at Outback Steakhouse but thinks the portions are too small? Well, good news, fat ass, because now there's the Outback Steakhouse Extreme. We don't have a bloomin' onion. We have a bloomin' pumpkin. You know what else we got? Elephant steaks. 50-pound elephant steaks. And why don't you wash it down with 40 ounces of malt liquor and ranch dressing, you fat Outback Steakhouse Extreme.
beef and counting cabbage. Coming out the north, but you know I'm from the south, bitch. Coming out the north, but you know I'm from the south, bitch. Coming out the north, but you know I'm from the south, bitch. Coming out the north, coming, coming out the north. I'm from the north, but I'm rocking with that southern kid. Sipping shine right off and still stuff horse you get all in my lip. About to take this genre over, but first watch me back. Yeah, we back it. Don't get drop the mic, cause I hold my own. Yeah, full battle, rather protect my home. I'ma take it to the place where the outlaws home. Getting contact high from this main home bro. When I get off stage, these women fly in face. They ride to the venture. Fine with northern drag me southern draw. Like guys is blast when panties drop. Coming out the north, but you know I'm from the south, bitch. Coming out the north, but you know I'm from the south, bitch. Coming out the north, but you know I'm from the south, bitch. Coming out the north, coming, coming out the north.
days when we did not know In God we trusted Made it through the rain and the pain But it left us a little bit rusty Keep pushing down that road Even though it might get dusty Side by side like Bonnie and Clyde Boy, I'm ready to ride, so don't rush me so strong that I can't leave you alone It made me feel at home Wipe the tears from my eyes if I ever dared to cry Show me love, ain't no lie Help me up and made me try Called you bunny, called me Clyde And together we gon' ride Down that dirt road, got the rust Roll it up and let's get high Then got that apple pie, pop the top It's right by your side Take a sip and pass it over The devil is on my shoulder And my heart was a little colder Just told me to come on over Staying fucked up every day But now I'm living sober And I love and always be here for you is what I told her Baby girl, I love you and you know there ain't no other Facts Remember those days when we did not know In God we trusted Made it through the rain and a lot of pain But it left us a little bit rusty Keep pushing down that road Even though it might get dusty Kinda caught me by surprise Love at first sight Is what I had just realized Since that time is fly We been steady riding out storm and weather Cause we gonna see a clear day together So baby girl let's take flight And stay there forever You can be the nutty to my lyrical professor Till my last breath uh, I will always catch ya Yeah my love I just I just fessed up Yeah It's serious There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your hunter athletic gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, hunter athletic gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection and speed battle after battle hunter athletic gear is the brand celebrating your victory hunter athletic gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies including compression pants fight shorts hoodies vests caps and bikinis they can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business visit their website at huntermma.co.za gear up and let's train 
What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the Second Amendment of the United States of America's Constitution. This Second Amendment, the right of law-abiding Americans to privately own and possess firearms, is under attack like no other time in America's history. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have pledged to take away your Second Amendment rights through gun bans, gun confiscations, and government regulations. Even a gun tax. Do not take this lying down. The time to take action and fight to protect your Second Amendment rights is now. Join the Second Amendment Foundation, the oldest and largest nonprofit foundation focused on protecting your Second Amendment rights. For more information, to join or to donate, visit saf.org. And now a message for the men. Listen up, guys. Fact. As we men age, our IGF-1 growth factor levels decrease, which can lead to gradual deterioration of energy, muscle growth, and immune function. From Neutronics Labs comes a line of health supplements that make men men again. Deer Antler Velvet. Listen. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet contains the most concentrated source of widely diversified nutrition found in the plant or animal kingdom. Choose from Neutronics Labs liposome spray product. From the Ultra 10,000 Nanograms Package to the Platinum 300,000 Nanograms Package. There are also specially formulated supplements for joint pain relief, more energy, better stamina, better natural sleep, stress relief, and weight loss. For more information about these amazing products, visit keys2life.shop. That's K-E-Y-S, the number two, life.shop. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet Supplements from Neutronics Labs. Making men, men again. Yo, baby, you've ever your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fuck the shit, fuck the fucking shit, fuck shit. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. Fuck shit, the shit, fuck shit. Shit, fuck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train. USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. New website going to be coming soon. And new sponsor for Outlaw Radio, IGF1, making men, men again. Yes, check out the Deer Antler Velvet Supplement. Go to Keys to Life. That's K-E-Y-S, the number two, life, L-I-F-E dot shop. 
All right, so the songs you just heard, you just heard These Days by Old Dirt Road or ODR. Before that, Melissa Lee Zinker with That's What I Hate About Love. Before that, ODR with North to the South. Before that, Never Wake with Whispers in the Dark. And starting off the whole set, ODR with Country Life. All right, in just a little bit, it's time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk with Philip D. Blackman. Yes, good conversation, uh, good guy. Great having him on the show. Before I get to that, it is time to reveal... The Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week this week comes out of Rockwall, Texas. Yes, Lori Bostick, 61 years old, trying to avoid the police and evade arrest by driving a tractor in a 4th of July parade. Shit. <laughs> like I said, uh, look at her uh, mugshot on the Outlaw Radio website, followed by the uh, link. Yes, indeed. Anyway, with that said, it is time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. Outlaw Radio, conservative talk. I just want to tell you that America is the greatest place on earth. We will make America great again. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Outlaw Radio, conservative talk starts now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for this edition of Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk, I want to welcome uh, this young man. Now, uh, him and I are both on Delmarva Talk Radio, and I decided to check out his show. I liked what he had to say, and um, it, I've actually syndicated his show, which you can hear Saturday nights on the AOW Radio Network at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, uh, check it out if you don't catch him Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Check, Get all three replays on Saturday night on the AOW Radio Network. Again, 10 p.m. Eastern. I want to welcome Philip Blackman to the show. Philip, how you doing, brother? Oh, man, if I was any better, I'd be twins, Billy. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Thank you so much for joining the show. And more importantly, thank you for your service as a veteran. Well, thank you, my man. It was an honor to get to serve. Not everybody gets that the privilege to do so. Yes, yes, indeed. So uh, to get the uh, audience uh, to know you a little bit before we get into discussion, I understand you you served a little time over in the Middle East, and uh, now uh, you're working a bit as a motivational speaker. And then, of course, COVID takes a toll on that. So you're you started the Philip Blackman show or Philip D. Blackman show. Okay, that'd be right. <laughs> yeah, so elaborate on that a little bit more, if you could, please. Well, um, all right. So yes, I am a I'm a, I'm a combat veteran. I, I joined the army as a result of uh, the events of September 11. Um, I had a pretty good brain on my body, or pretty good brain in my head, and I figured, you know, I, I wanted to do something notable, something worthy. Um, and and, and every job in the military is worthy, but I wanted to do something spectacular. So instead of uh, so I chose the job of being on the bomb squad. They call it Army. Uh, they call it explosive ordnance disposal to get an idea. Uh, minus Hollywood. If you've ever seen the movie Hurt Locker, that's kind of 
kind of what we did. Our job was to take care of bombs and had a lot of fun, got hurt. Um, I was medically retired December of uh, 2010, but you know, I've, I've got to go everywhere. I've got to, you know, I did presidential support protecting President George W. Bush, um, I, I, foreign dignitaries, VIPs all across the world. Um, I retired December 28, 2010 was a military instructor, continued to serve, uh, which, you know, in essence, gave me my 20 years of service. And I just, I wasn't done serving. You know, the military decided I needed to be out physically, but mentally, I, my heart was still in it. So I wanted to continue to find ways to serve. And the military made me a great leader, um, gave me a, a great foundation. So I transitioned to a motivational speaking, had a great run um, for a little while until the, uh, the COVID-19 happens. And like you said in the intro, I was I was bored. And I, I needed something to do. I, I I needed a new purpose, so I started. Um, my very first video was uh, covering Kobe Bryant and the military response. You know when Kobe Bryant passed, um, it went viral. And then the second video I made about Ahmad Arbery, it went viral. And I, I just got the bug, man. I, I realized that people wanted to hear honesty, um, no matter no matter who it offended. Honesty and truth and. That's what I dedicate my show to. On Mondays, I do mental health. Wednesdays, kind of dealer's choice. Um, we talk police reform. We talk, you know, every, you know, pretty much everything that's going on, like the hot button issue. And then Fridays, uh, we do a media mashup where we talk, where we report the news, and then we opine on it a little bit. And nobody, no subject is off limits, and nobody is off limits. We go after them all. Yeah, basically going after the left and the right. I mean. Uh one thing you touch on a lot is uh, toxic leadership, and uh, oh boy, we've we've had plenty of that. We've got plenty of that. I mean, uh, it can that can date back thousands of years, from Vlad the Impaler to Adolf Hitler, Saddam Hussein, Pol Pot, and uh, agree or disagree with me, <laughs> Joseph yeah, you know, Bi Joe Biden. <laughs> Well, oh, Joe Biden. Um, Toxic leadership. Well, I think all of our, you know, and, and I said it in my show today when I covered toxic leadership, you know, I mean, uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, uh, Bill or uh, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George H.W. Bush, Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter. That covers all the presidents in my life. And all of them have their own toxicity. But I don't think we've seen anything to the likes of what we've seen now as far as toxic leadership goes. Man, this is what we're seeing right now. This is the worst it's ever been in my 42 years. Yes, yes. You know, I was too young to really know what was going on when Carter was president. But I do know that uh, as he was leaving office and Reagan came in, uh, everything was just a big fucking mess. You know, yeah. and um, I'm not going to say that Ronald Reagan was perfect, but... Uh, at the time he came in, you know, we, he was the best we had since John F. Kennedy, I think. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and I, I agree. And in, 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 in to that point is, you know, with, with what made Ronald Reagan so unique is the same thing that made Donald Trump so unique. He wasn't part of the establishment. You know, he, he was Ronald Reagan was an actor. Donald Trump was a business tycoon. He was, um, you know, I mean, everybody talks about, well, he went bankrupt, you know, X number of times. He's a crappy business leader. And I'm like, no, he might have went bankrupt. But as you know, as long as you uh, he, he, he always earned it all back. So, I mean, is he really a bad businessman? No. And that's what we need. That's what we needed at the time of Reagan. That's what we needed at the time of Trump. 
And I, I think we we need it again. We need someone outside the establishment to to um, to go after these 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 people, the the, the drive by media who's doing their absolute best to destroy our country by telling a version of a story, not not the story, but a version that makes um, that protects their interest. Media is dead. And that's what we're doing here. We're trying to we're trying to reestablish the media. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, people like uh, me, of course, uh, I kind of I'll drop some F-bombs, as you just heard a little while ago, but still, regardless of what's in my language, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to speak how I feel. And, um, you, you know, getting back to uh, to what uh, you, you were saying, too, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of comparisons you can make between uh, Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan. The only difference there is that uh, when Ronald Reagan came in, he did – he had a little bit of experience because he did step out of acting and he, you know, I think, I can't remember if he served as a senator or a congressman or something. He had some political experience before uh, coming in. In fact, it was like, it was his fourth or fifth time running for president before he actually won because he was in a lot of prelim- preliminaries prior to that in the 60s and 70s as well. You know, so he he had some experience. Donald Trump came in a complete novice to mm-hmm. politics. Yes, and for first time at it, he wins. Yeah. Well, and the reason why I think Donald Trump, what you know, with, with, although he was a novice at politics, I don't know if you could really say that because that's that's really what business is: is politics. It's all of course, political, you know, whose hands you got a pad to, you know. He and he's even talked about it, and when. He was building some of his businesses. You know, it's it's a political game. You know, you, you gotta you gotta pad some hands. But what what made Donald Trump, I feel like, so unique um, from Reagan is you know Reagan he's he really stayed along the lines of gentleman of, of being a gentleman. Donald Trump he was brash. He he may not be the president that America wanted, but I think he was the president America needed. I mean, of course, he's going to make comments like uh, "grab him by the pussy" and people are going to take it all wrong, you know. But uh, tell me, tell me one woman who doesn't like to be grabbed by the pussy. <laughs> I mean, tell me. I mean, if you're doing it right. But 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 here's the thing: what what in that and, and it's all about context. That was locker room talk. I mean, guys say bad. St- Let me tell you something. I used to manage a strip club back in the day, and I'm going to tell you right now: for every woman who was upset about him saying "grab him by the pussy." These are the same women who were wearing vagina hats and vagina suits. I mean, really, how 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 are we supposed to take these people serious? I mean, exactly, no. exactly. And people miss the whole point of of that uh, of that comment too. I mean, he's not literally saying that. Uh, no, that that's what you do. It's the the fact is when you have money like he does. They'll let you do it. They'll, yeah, they'll. They may even grab you by the wrist and guide your hand. <laughs> yeah, they want. They, you know, I mean, these 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 women who are gold diggers, they're looking for somebody to grab them by the moose knuckle or, or camel toe if it's small enough. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, he wasn't wrong in what he said. It's just the fact that he said it is what outraged people. Yeah, and and of course, oh, he's a misogynist. And, oh, he's a racist. And all. Let me tell you something about this racist crap. All right. When I first started uh, into doing shows, I mean, and getting into podcasting and all that, I was I was in uh, on telephone chat lines. I was working a job in Las Vegas that was 
at doing a security and it was so boring. I needed something to pass the time. I have my cell phone and I'm calling these chat lines. I'm just bullshitting with these people, mm. you know, and of course there's these trolls that like to bash. And if mm. they don't know a damn thing about you, the first thing they're, they're going to say, they, they, they never looked at your picture and they're going to tell you you're fat and ugly or they, oh, yeah. they don't know of your uh, background. So they're going to call you a child molester and all that. They scrape from the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, they had no material on Donald Trump. So they scraped from the bottle of the barrel and made shit up and said he's a racist. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as far as Donald Trump being a racist, this is what I found completely funny. You know, mainstream media, Hollywood, um, because if you remember one time, Donald Trump was going to run on the Democratic ticket and they didn't have a problem with him. You know, they didn't think he would he would win. But and obviously he didn't. But I mean, look at the portfolio. Look at the look at the the uh, the scrapbook he has of all these black celebrities and these 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 um, the, these, you know, people of color who have who were interested in taking pictures. I mean, Nelly. Um, n- n- rap artist Nelly and the Fat Boys, you know, a lot of artists put Donald, they, they dropped Donald Trump's name in their musical tracks. But yet, because he ran on a Republican ticket, I guess that R means racist, although, uh, so uh, th- these liberals, they learned this trick in in the Obama era that if you call somebody a racist, because remember back when Obama was president, if we, any any person who was white that said they hated Barack Obama uh, it was because you're racist. And, I, and so I always let off with, look, you know, Barack Obama, you know, the, the, the black Barack Obama, the black president that we have, he is an amazing guy. It's the white half of him that's a cocksucker. And that's the one that needs to leave the office. So you just disarm him with humor. And, and Donald Trump, you know, he, he was they learned liberals learned that if you call conservatives, if you call people racist, that's going to shut them down. Well, now. Because everything's racist, nothing is racist, and that, that's gotten old. It has no meaning anymore. So, so I mean, just tonight on my show, I got called a racist five times in a span of about four minutes. And, you know, you just got to laugh it off, you know, because they, mm-hmm. they want you to get that same response from 2008. This is 2021, baby. We, we're all racist. If you're not a person of color because of CRT, you're an oppressor and you're a racist. But it doesn't make it true. Well, it goes back to what I just, what I just said, too, Philip. I mean... I, what did what did that guy know about you? Absolutely nothing. No, so, no. I, and, and the thing is, because, you know, I'm a white man with a long goatee and I'm bald headed. You know, I'm a white supremacist if you just look at me. But if you talk to me, you're going to learn something different. And, you know, it, it, it's it's a joke. And, and we got to quit giving these uh, giving these trolls the power. We got to take yeah. it back. Yeah, he knows he knew nothing about you. So he scraped the bottom of that barrel and just made shit up and oh yeah and 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 the sad thing is though is you have these people that uh, watch cnn msnbc or even fox news we can throw in the pot too mm-hmm. they'll they believe everything they hear and see on tv absolutely and so you know obviously you have toxic people like nancy pelosi Maxine Waters, even throwing Mitch McConnell in there, uh, Mitt Romney, and uh, they they basically tell people like uh, Chris the Homo Cuomo and his and his uh, you know the the brother of the uh, murderer of New York who killed a bunch of uh, 
elderly people last year, yeah. they'll tell them that uh, they you know what to say, and and the public is going to eat it up. You know, people. I mean, how we've had television for what almost eighty years now. Mm-hmm. And even when the television first came out, it was told, don't believe everything you see and hear on TV. Whatever but happened you know, to that? Well, even in the television from back when you know we were younger, I mean, we, Archie Bunker, um, George Jefferson, uh, Fred Sanford, you know, we, it was, it was always risque. It was, you know, I mean, how many times, the, the first time I ever heard the word honky was when George Jefferson called his white neighbor, a honky and 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 everybody laughed when nobody i mean the, the thing is america has lost its sense of humor right i mean yeah. everything that we're, we're seeing on tv i mean these are ladies and gentlemen these are jokes they're not dicks quit trying to take them so hard they're jokes and when we have you know comedians who aren't really allowed to speak out of fear of you know that we're, we're robbing ourselves and we're robbing our kids of humor and that, that it's a sad thing you know what the whole purpose behind archie bunker was in the first place was to show the world how stupid racism and bigotry is. <laughs> that was the whole point of that character. I mean, right. he, Archie Bunker was a complete, total racist buffoon. That was the point of that character. He was he was an idiot, and they wanted to show how it, how the idiocy of racism. The and uh, now it's like, well, that hurt my feelings. Yeah, you know, we got we got more people. Um, you know, when we were growing up, you know, and, and if you were born in the seventies, uh, you know, and if you're, I'm sure most of your audience who listens to talk radio, they they were born in their seventies or earlier. They they actually saw what real racism looked like, but but it was a different time that, you know, we didn't get our feelings hurt. You know, there there was there was no feelings to it. You know, all right, these are jokes. You recognize it for what it is, and then you move on. But now people are so busy; um, they they have found a way to champion being a victim, and that's sad because, you know, when, when we were growing up, if you were you know talk about victims like um, you know these people who are on um, unemployment or, or food stamps or whatever. And look, I, I believe that these are great programs, but. You know, people, if they were on food stamps or unemployment or whatever, they kept that to themselves. Now, it's it's a trophy for people. You know, they're proud to, to be on these things. They're proud of the nanny state our government's created. So, it's, yeah, it, it's just complete, done a complete 180. I mean, people today don't even know what real racism is. That's right. And we, you get, we get into the subject of toxic leadership mm-hmm. you know and it's something we need to think about okay and this is i watched a youtube video that made me think this was uh, 6 years ago 6 years ago what happened with the gay community is that the supreme court ruled it that all 50 states would allow same sex marriages so mm-hmm. i applaud them that's a that's a victory and i'm you know i'm I do uh, have some sympathy for the gay community because they have gone through a, a lot of uh, ridicule over the years. Amen. You know, um, I don't, I don't care if if you're gay. You know, you, um, you can say it's a choice. You're born that way. Whatever that that is your right. 
You want to be a transgender? You feel like you're a woman trapped in a man's body? Want to go get your dick cut off, made made into a vagina? You got the money to do it? Do it. That's you have you have that right. I support that right. That is a that is not a constitutional right. That is a human right. Yes. But they're crossing the line. So after same-sex marriage was was uh, finally legalized in 2015 for for the whole nation. The guy said, good for you, but watch the LBGT, ABCDQ, whatever, uh, Mm. how many letters they want to add to that, because they are in pursuit of power. Yes. That makes you corrupt. And and look what's happening. It's it's like uh, now, now if you feel like you're a man trapped in a woman's or, or a woman trapped in a man's body, you have the right to go into the woman's bathroom. No. You and you don't have the right to play in women's sports, especially like that that one in New Zealand. <laughs> that that person didn't even undergo the surgery yet, and is right. uh, there. We have somebody with a fucking dick <laughs> c- lifting weights in the women's division. How is this fair? We banned steroids because of unfair advantage. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say this: whereas I do support the human right. To, uh, to to make that uh, transition or to mm-hmm. feel that way, keep in mind there with every decision comes sacrifices. So you if you do that, I and this is just me, I feel that you are sacrificing other things that you may want to do. Well, okay, so on 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 the on the gayness first, I, I want to talk on that because that's that, that that's a point. You know, we're actually seeing. Um, it, it almost seems like there's more gay people now than there were when we were growing up, but maybe they were just hiding it better. But, you know, and here's the thing. If people want to be gay, have at it. I believe gay people should, you know, and that was the sanctity of marriage. It's, you know, and, and a lot of, and look, I, I believe in, I believe in Christ. I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm a weak Christian, but I'm a Christian. And, you know, the, the thing is, is that what they're doing is not my business. I believe that gay people have every right to be just as miserable as the straight people who are married. So let them have it. Yeah. But going to the transgender side of it, um, I find it very funny. Shakari Robinson, uh, she's the the sprinter who, who just uh, she just pissed hot for for weed, and and that kind of that where that concerns me is as a as a the Olympics. Not now. America is the one who shut it down, but the Olympics. They, they released a statement today, and I don't know if you saw it. They said that we need to re-engage the, uh, the, the cannabis rules, and, 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 I, and I agree. But I, I, where it bothers me, first, uh, Mrs. Robinson, uh, 21-year-old former LSU sprinter, world-class athlete, world-class person, because when she, when she pissed hot, she said, hey, I made a mistake. And, and that, we don't see that. For 21 years, that's a lot of maturity. But it, where, where it skews my mind and why I don't think anybody should take any Olympics seriously from here forward is because you can't smoke weed to compete, but you can have a dick and compete in the women's events. That, that makes no sense. It doesn't. And, and, and that's, where, that's where for me, and look, I, 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 I've got friends who are, who are transgender. I, I, I honor their right to, to, to be who they are. Just don't, and I, and, I've, and I tell them, look, just don't expect me to pretend with you. If you look like a girl, I'm going to call you ma'am, whether you identify as a man or not. You know, but 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 it's okay for them to be what they are. But when we're allowing these biological males to compete 
in biological female events, have you ever noticed that you don't see any biological females wanting to compete in male events? Have you have you noticed that? I have noticed that, and I, I have uh, elaborated on that, too. You know, the, I mean, I stated this uh, back in 2013 when Fallon Fox was competing in MMA. You know, here's – let me – just elaborate a bit on the surgery itself. You know, after the age of 30, your body starts healing a lot slower. We both know that. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, Fallon Fox gets the surgery after the age of 30. And even if you do it from late teens, to early 20s, the full transformation from estrogen to or t- testosterone to estrogen takes a minimum of 10 years. Mm-hmm. And somebody in their in their mid to late thirties gets the surgery and then wants to go compete in the women's division, and the, and uh, their first opponent they crack the woman's skull. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. What? Well, and the reason why, and, and you know, our government tells you to follow the science, and but they tell you to do that selectively because it, if you follow the science, a biologically born male has broader has a thicker bone density has bigger lungs bigger heart gives them the competitive advantage um so you know if if they if they undergo this surgery you know before they're an adult first off that's child abuse that shouldn't be allowed to happen but if you wanted to level the playing field then they you know give them the surgery but i I don't I, i do not believe that they're that biological males should ever be able to compete in a biological female event because there are advantages i don't care what anybody says there was a study that I read where um, the fastest woman in the world, I think it was um, 2000, 2012, 2013, the fastest woman in the world. Um, I can't remember the young lady's name, but her world record time was actually beaten by over 100 high school male athletes. This is a, this is a we're talking about an elite female athlete. And these 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 male teenagers who have yet to develop, they're they are smoking her time, and she you know, so the 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 numbers is what it suggests is that even these high school biological males are faster than the world's greatest female sprinter. So you can't tell me there's not an advantage of being a biological male against any female. I mean, why did why did the uh, sanctioning bodies outlaw steroids? Because it gives you, obviously, you know, because if you remember, that's back in the 80s when uh, when the USSR were using steroids and they were just smoking everybody in these in these competitions. Yes. Because it gives an unfair advantage. I mean, they're loading up on testosterone, decadurabol, and dianabol. They're loading up on all of these uh, human growth hormones. So that's why it was that's why it was unfair. And now they're just saying that the natural chemical uh, makes it fair. The science doesn't match. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And uh, I'm sorry. If you want to allow uh, people, uh, transgender people, into uh, somebody, a man who thinks he's a woman into women's sports, fine. Then uh, you should let him use steroids too. Make it fair. You know, I I tell I, you what. You know, I'm I'm a fan. I, I say let's just get rid of all the doping. Get rid of it all. You know, and, yeah. and, and really let them all dope up as much as they can and make it an even playing field. And then let's see who the real who the best athlete is, who, who's got the who's got the best uh, drug program. I mean, I, I, that's the only way it's ever going to be. 
even again is if we just say to hell with it and let them let people do whatever they want. Yeah, but then, then again, we're, that takes away from the purity, though, of the Olympics. That's the problem. It takes away from the purity of the sport. the The issue is, though, we're we're talking about a group of people who are not happy unless they have something to bitch about. You can oh. give them everything they want, and the you if you think you're going to make them happy, no, they're going to find something to bitch about, and they're going to want more. These people cannot be satisfied. Well, where the, the issue that I'm seeing in our country is, is you know, we, we I, when I grew up taking civics, I learned a saying. It was called majority rule, minority right. What that means is the majority makes the rules as long as it doesn't infringe on the rights of the minority party. They were talking politically speaking. And what, what, what it is now is the majority you know, they may make, they don't, they, they make the rules based off the minorities, um, off, off the minorities' wishes, right? So when we're starting to see that these, these uh, previously marginalized groups, you know, and, and we're talking about all of them, people of color, uh, sexual orientation, atheism, you know, these are, these are truly in, in, the, in the percentile, you're talking about these are minority people, Yet we are catering and we have to bend over backwards to save their feelings. And, and so we're, we're doing away with the majority's rights for the sake of the, of the minorities. I mean, can you imagine a straight pride parade? Can you imagine a white pride parade? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. You know, That'd be, there'd be, they'd riot over that. Well, we have colleges, right, that, that only offer, um, you know, admission to, you know, black colleges, no, you know, only only uh, people of color can go to these colleges. Can you imagine if we did? I mean, we, we, we used to do that before, except it was white people back when we had segregation. What we're seeing right now, Billy, is we're seeing um, a reintroduction of segregation. What last fall, um, I think it was it was Harvard who held like four or five different graduation ceremonies. You had one for the collective. And then you had one for the Asians and then one for the blacks and then one for the gays and then one for, you know, we, we're, we're segregating ourselves. We're, we're becoming a weak society because we're, 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 we're bending over backwards to people who don't make up the majority of our country. I mean, uh, I've already heard from other people, too, that they say the First Amendment needs to be amended. We're not even going to go on the Second Amendment because, oh, you want to get me really fired up there. <laughs> but uh, the, the First Amendment needs to be amended. So basically, the way I'm seeing it, too, is the, there are so many people now think that freedom of speech is a one-way street. Yes. And that doesn't, that doesn't uh, fall very well with me at all. Well, when, when you're talking freedom of speech, um, I tell people that we all have freedom of speech. We just don't have freedom of consequence. So you have the right to say whatever you want. Me and a whole bunch of people before me, and even people now that I'm not in the military, they are fighting to secure that right. But where they're wanting to cut away the First Amendment right is because they don't want they they want all words that are said. It has to they have to agree with it. They 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 mistake um, popular speech or unpopular speech and free speech. They mistake them. If it's something that I don't want to hear, then I shouldn't be able to hear it. You shouldn't be allowed to say that. And that's just, that's not what the Constitution allows, and we're, we're getting away from that. And be, well, it's a it's an old document. It was seventeen seventy six. 
it needs to be amended. It's disgusting because people, you know, back before we used to be able to say whatever we wanted to, popular or not, and we used to be able to, and we got away with it. Now, people would call us out for hate or bigotry or things like that, but we wouldn't, there was no cancel culture to shut them down for having a different opinion. And then that's what we're seeing now. Oh, yeah, this this cancel culture is complete bullshit. I mean, yeah, the, and and the way it's it's going to uh, take you, for example, if um, I'm not going to lie, I've I've guilty of using the N word in the past, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but uh, take you for example, if uh, if there's any documentation of you using the N word while you were one year old, yep. they're going to find a way to destroy your whole fucking life. Well, you know, I tell a story a lot, and and I don't mind telling it because when I was four years old, and, and you know, it's funny you bring it up because I think racism is taught. When I was four years old, my um, my my sperm donor, we'll call him that, because he wasn't he was really not a not a good male parent. Um, you know, he he was very racist. I grew up in a very racist home, and uh, he was a locksmith, and we had a he had one of his customers over who needed a key made, and he was a black gentleman, and I walked up to him and I said, "Hey, good morning," and I call him the N-word. That was his name, right? And, you know, and the, the old man, he he knew what was going on. He's, well, hi, son, how are you doing? I didn't know that that was a bad word, right? I mean, I, I didn't. I just knew he was different and he was the N-word, you know, because that's what I grew up in. And I tell that story, not not to be proud. I tell that story because, you know, that was the, that was what I grew up in. So race, racists are created, but they can be redeemed. Um, that's the only, you know, and I mean, I've got a mother. She's black. Um, my wife is Mexican. Or she's Hispanic. She's not from Mexico. She's Hispanic. Um, and it's hard to make the argument that that Philip Blackman is a racist. Um, yes, I've I've done and said some racist shit. I'll admit it out loud. I'm 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 fine with that. But I'm 42 years old. I've gotten wiser and I've grown. And you know, I, so I, I loathe the word now. And I, so I I think racism is as stupid as homophobia. I, you know, people that are afraid of gay people. I don't know, you know, I think what they are, they're just afraid that, that, that gay men have discovered that dicks are delicious and that's why they're afraid of. I, I, I'm not real sure why. <laughs> um, why, why, why people uh, hate on gay people. I've, I've never heard ever, I've never heard of anybody being afraid of a gay person. They may be uncomfortable, but not afraid. I mean, who's, a, who's afraid of a gay person? Because they're people. They're people just like you and I. They, yeah. they just have a different preference, and there's nothing wrong with that. See, but we're, we're coming up on a trend to, to where uh, you have to agree with the narrative, or you're a racist, you're, you're a, some kind of bigot, some kind of ism, some kind of phobia, uh, whatever. You know, no, nobody's allowed to disagree, it, and it's and it's sad. You know, and and this is this is what's being used. I mean, we got the elites like Georgie Porgy Soros who mm-hmm. use this narrative to achieve their goals. You know, races, uh, slavery is alive and well today. No, they're not picking cotton or tobacco. They're doing the dirty work for people like Soros. That's that's where the bondage is now. And the the thing is, yeah, they they're not getting uh, uh like what ten lashes from with the bullwhip for uh, disobeying the master. 
None of that is happening. These people are willing slaves. I mean, you want to talk about the house Negroes? Every slave today is a house Negro. Well, we got a our, our, we got a huge society right now, um, and, I, and especially when you're looking at the left. I, I say that you know when you're talking slavery, um, we got a lot of people on the Democratic plantation. You know they, and, and what I mean by that uh, is, you know that they 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 are provided for and given nothing, and they're, they're and, and and they're grateful for it, right? They they, you know it, it's it's. You know, they, they, we, you, when they look at it, you know, the, the, the masters of the Democratic Party, they, they are keeping people on the plantation by giving them free stuff. Hey, I'm giving you all this free stuff. I'm, I'm good. I'm here for you. I'm giving you everything. And people are taking it, not realizing that, I mean, we just if you've got a rudimentary education in the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says that God give us he gives and he takes away. The government does the same thing. They're, the more people they can get on the government tit, the more um, the more control they have. And what would, you know what that leads to right there? Oh yeah, totalitarian totalitarianism, communism, which is something you know. We back in the fifties, we stood firmly against yeah. communism. We said better dead than red. Now, yes. now we got kids. Teachers are teaching that communism is the way. Look at the history of communism. You tell me. I only know of one time when communism worked, and that was amongst indigenous peoples. Mm -hmm. And you know, they because they had a certain system of socialism within the tribe. Say, so you take, uh, you know, the way the way socialism works is. Um, you know, you live, you have a bunch of primitive indi indigenous people who live together in a village. Some hunters go out, they get a buffalo, they get a deer or something. And one hunter gets, gets an animal that um, he's not allowed to keep that for himself. It has to be distributed amongst the tribe. And they're, they're cool with that. And, the, you know, there aren't a lot of people. But you try to implement that system into an economy with money, you know, what Karl Marx had in mind. It's never going to work. Well, you know, I, I would rather die on my feet with my morals than take a knee and sacrifice my beliefs. I mean, that's, that's the way it is. So, you know, when you're talking in that area with, with these tribes, you know, go kill an animal and they have to share it amongst the group. Yes, that works. And the reason why is because everyone in that tribe, they contribute equally, right? So if they're not able to go hunt, then they become a gatherer or they, but they're, they're contributing to the greater good of the organization. The reason why socialism will never work and it has never worked is because, you know, people like me, you, um, the, the, a lot of people who are going out there and they're, they're grinding and they're, they're making a living and they're expected to share in the, you know, the same concept of these tribes. But the problem is we got a lot of people who are not contributing, but yet they still had their hand out. That's why socialism won't work because they're not contributing anything back. Exactly. If they were giving something back, then okay, then socialism would work if we did it equally. But there's just no way in hell that people are going to equally put in work. Yeah. What makes what makes a millionaire successful? What makes an athlete successful? They see the glory, they don't see the grind. You know, they think that well, he's a millionaire, why can't I be? Because you're not putting in the time that he is. Successful people don't sleep 8 hours. Successful people make sleep 3 hours. They make the most of their time. That's why capitalism works because you get out what you put in. 
Socialism, you don't have to put anything in to get out. And that's and that becomes a drain. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and getting back to it, too. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, we I mentioned steroids. I'm I'm going to tell you this. Um, you can take all the steroids you want, but mm-hmm. um, you know, you can take the testosterone pills. You can get these injections, whatever. It's not going to put any extra muscle on your body if you don't lift. You got to work out. You got to put in some grind. Yeah, I mean, even you if you have to, even if you cheat, you got to put in some work. Well, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, he probably one of the most popular steroid users ever, uh, probably second to Hulk Hogan. Um, you know, I don't know if you remember back in the 70s, that movie Pumping Iron. You remember seeing that? I, I never seen it, but I heard of it. Oh, it it's a funny, it, it's it's a, it's a journey uh, between Lou Ferrigno and Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, Arnold was Mr. Universe. He was established. And you have this, this, this newcomer, Lou Ferrigno. And they were competing. And one thing that you always saw in Arnold, he was always in the gym. He was always grinding. And and he even part of one of this, and you can find it, Billy. I recommend to your listeners, go look it up. Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about coming. Right. <laughs> so he's what he's talking about, if you've ever worked out and you got that, you got that perpetual pump where your body's just jacked and everything feels great. Arnold says, you know, he said, you know. You know, you go home and you have sex with your wife and you come once, maybe twice. He said, me, I'm coming like four or five times a day. I come every day, four or five times. It's the greatest thing working out is, you know. So what he's talking about is he's he's grinding. He's putting in that work. He's he's giving the proverbial nut. And and that's why he was Mr. Universe for so long, because he 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 had the regiment, but he also had the routine. He had the grind. He lived in the gym. That's how he got yeah. successful. That people don't want to go to the gym no more. They they want six pack abs and and do, you know they want eight minute abs and want to go have a buffet and wonder why they're still fatter than holy shit. Yes, you know what though, Philip. Uh, the God the when we get to these conversations, there's so much to say in such little time to say it. There is <laughs> yes. there is definitely more I want to ask you. So you definitely have an invitation to come back, but at the, we are out of time for the segment. I do apologize. Hey, no, thank you so much for having me on. I yeah. would, um, I would love to pick this conversation up anytime. Um, and, and again, Billy to, to you and, and, and your station, thank you so much for, uh, for, you know, for, for help. Thank, thank you for extending the handout or the hand up, not the handout. Um, and just helping us grow, man. Thank you. I appreciate what you do and I, I appreciate what, you know, your, your drive. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we got to go to a music set coming up here. But before we get to that, uh, why don't you give yourself a plug, uh, you know, where people can find the uh, Philip Blackman show, Philip D. Blackman show. I keep forgetting that part. But uh, where can people find you? Got social media, got a website. Oh, yeah. So um, right now I'm on all social media platforms at the Philip D. Blackman show, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Periscope. Um, and I'm also uh, broadcasting here on this station, Military Broadcast Radio. We go live on all social media platforms at 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, I, I, I keep the phone lines open. I make sure that if you do comment or you do call and you disagree, great. Let's disagree, but let's be civil. Um, my goal in my show is just to have the conversations that nobody wants to have. So that, that's it, guys. I, look, I hope you tune in. Um, it, it's always educational. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, 
I definitely appreciate your time. Uh, you know, uh, maybe I'm, I may have to make an appearance o- over on that side too. So, Oh, I'd love to have you. You let me know when you're ready and we're going to do it. All right. Well, thank you so much. God bless and take care. Thank you, brother. God bless you. And there you have the conversation that I had with Philip Blackman. All right. Time to go to the next music set. Coming up. We have Lola Black going to be followed by Sundance Head. Trofer, yes, a rapper that uh, I think uh, you patriots are going to like. Ross the Boss and Tex Westis. Be right back after this. How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask, Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. Yeah. 
Refrigerator Meg here. If diabetes has you down, get your insulin levels up with Pancresta. Pancresta may cause heart disease, swelling, allergic reactions. Do not take Pancresta if you are pregnant or plan on becoming pregnant. If you have a problem with addiction, do not take Pancresta, as smoking Pancresta may mimic the otherworldly high of heroin. Chopping up and snorting Pancresta may amplify and or enhance sexual experience. Rock concerts on Pancresta may be excessively transformative. Pancresta may cause intense philosophical and scientific breakthroughs. Pancresta can be delivered directly to your home, and since we're here, why not? We'll do a bump. Pancresta is not for everyone, just the sexy people. Lame losers should not take Pancresta. Pancresta makes opiates look like baby aspirin.
and thousands on my right, thousands by my side. War between good and evil, watching our fists collide. Battle for our freedom now, to the streets we ride. Flags waving all around, pages full of pride. This is where we make a stand, no more give or take. March around the capital, storm the city gates. Putting pressure on their necks until the truth breaks. All walls of corruption, take out all the snakes. Star spangled banner, got it playing loud and proud. People from all walks of life, filling up the crowd. Defending constitution, many warriors avowed. Casting down any humongous who have bucked and cow. Enough with tyranny, we come to take our country back. For all citizens, white, red, brown, and black. Return it to a form of glory, fix the bloody crack on the crown. Fetch it down, it's going down. I'm not one to usually pick favorites. I'm either with my family or alone. But now I'm standing by the side of patriots. And I'm praying that we make it home. Timo. My mama told me, yeah, she warned me that this day would come. I'm like my father, go to combat with the blazing guns. I survived that, then I came back to the place I'm from to face off all these haters and the battle in the place I love. You can't break me down, I'm indivisible. You still see my raps if I was invisible. But I'm standing tall, and I spit the truth. So you all appall, cause you know it's true. They call it freedom, cause the fallen troops pay for this. I love this country, doesn't matter how much hate I get. I take my colors in the battle, ain't no wavering. Cause this is for my warriors who marching to the cadences This is for the sisters working hard on the ship This is for the brothers getting y'all doctorate Father, yeah, taking y'all on the ship Baby, tell me why it's all for the patriot I'm not one to usually pick favorites I'm either with my family or alone But now I'm standing by the side of patriots We make it
In South Africa, genocide of white people, black-on-white violence, is rampant and ongoing. The South African mainstream media has kept this genocide hush-hush, and South Africa's politicians have been silent about it. It's time for the silence to end. Enter USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. USAC Incorporated comprises groups and individuals around the world working together to create public global awareness of the genocide in South Africa and to develop community restoration programs that will make South Africa a safe place for all races to thrive. To join USAC and for more information about USAC and what you can do, visit USAC.center. That's U-S-A-C dot center. USAC, working to bring back a safe, truly unified South Africa. This is the Renegade Show. You have three different scenarios here, and I'll give them to you. No, I said scenarios, not Cheerios. Coming to you coast to coast and around the world on your favorite radio station. How did you get Cheerios from scenarios? All right, it's time for the Renegade Pick of the Week countdown. Here we go, counting it down all the way to number one. Who farted? Yeah, we'd like to welcome you to the Renegade family. Does anybody even remember Doogie Hauser? I think it's fair to warn you that by listening to this show, you're committing a misdemeanor in four states. Three children are asking their parents where babies come from. Two children run away, and one mother ends up crying by the end of the show. This is the Renegade Show. Go to Facebook.com slash Radio Chris Master to find out days, times, and stations of where you can catch the Renegade Show. Chaz Mitchell Custom Hats makes and sells custom hats with a Western influence. These hats are not cheesy, one-size-fits-all, except they're not cowboy hat knockoffs. Chaz Mitchell will custom design and build a genuine hat just for you, the way you want it. Chaz will actually measure your head, talk with you about the hat you desire, make it, and deliver it to you. You'll make a statement every time you put on your hat. Originally from Jigs, Nevada, Chaz Mitchell grew up cowboy and alongside his father, Waddy Mitchell. They built 
built their first hats together at a workshop in Elko, Nevada. Chaz recalls his father once telling him, make a hat he would be proud to wear. After years of practice and studying hats and their owners, Chaz knows what makes a good hat maker. It's understanding that a hat doesn't only fit the circumference of the head, but also the personality of the owner. Get in touch with Chaz today, and he'll build you a hat you will be proud to wear. Visit Chaz Hats. That's C-H-A-Z-H-A-T-Z dot com. Support Outlaw Radio and Friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Show the world how much you love Outlaw Radio with Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including water purification by Berkey, delicious long-term storable food by My Patriot Supply, the New Eden Nutritional Support System, the Ionic Toothbrush System, a better way to clean your teeth, the Invisible Mask, a negative ion generator, that hangs from your neck like a pendant that mitigates incoming pollution. The High Ion BioKey Quantum Scalar Energy Pendant, EMF mitigating fabrics and clothing, and some really cool infrared night vision binoculars. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live. Entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Some of the best blends from around the world, including Serato and Grindhouse Brew. Visit OutlawRadioABS.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey, Ridge Glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train. And USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. New website going to be launched soon. Stay tuned for that. And the new sponsor, IGF1, Making Men Men Again. Yes, the line of Deer Antler Velvet Health Supplements. Go to keystolife.shop. That's keys, K-E-Y-S, the number two, life, L-I-F-E, dot shop. All right, the songs you just heard. You just, excuse me, you just heard Tex Westis with Queen of My Own Heart. Before that, Ross the Boss with I Got the Right. Before that, Trofer, yeah, rapper that I just uh, discovered with The Patriot. For that Sundance head with When a Woman Stops Loving a Man and Starting Off the Whole Set, Lola Black with Never Gonna Let You Go. All right, so coming to uh, the last about 20 minutes of the show, it is time for The Steve Solution. If you have any trouble voting, they have officials there at the election site to assist if you need assistance. That's what they're there for. They cannot tell you who to vote for, how to vote, whatever. That is against so many laws, it's not even funny. And if there's ever a whiff of that, I think every vote in a particular precinct could be nullified. And certainly the participant could find him or herself doing some jail time. This is The Steve Solution with Stephen James on Outlaw Radio. What is going on, Billy? And by the way, I know we're on video here, so I don't know if you can see it. However, I am wearing my new Hunter Athletics t-shirts, and I appreciate you sending that out. Thank you very much. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, 
I know we were, uh, well, I took last week off. I had family in town and I had a whole show planned out about freedom that we were going to do tonight, but we're going to push that to uh, maybe next week. I don't know, but uh, we'll get to that. But, you know, I was thinking and quite frankly, uh, not surprisingly with me, uh, guess what? I'm a little bit pissed off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not only that too, just had a long, uh, uh, political talk with uh, Philip Blackman. So, yeah, we're good. It's, uh, I mean, we're gonna still gonna be making fun of some stupid shit going after the woke, uh, but kind of kind of easing off the politics and focusing more on the comedy side, which was kind of the basis of Outlaw Radio to begin with. Let's face it. I mean, look, I understand. These days, it's the cool thing to be if you're, um, you know, 20-something and, um, I don't know, retarded. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, I'm sorry. We're not allowed to use that word anymore. Um, oh, oh you know why I'm thrown off Twitter? Yeah, you don't know this. I'm thrown off Twitter. I do know you're thrown off Twitter. I didn't quite uh, remember. I don't quite uh, remember why. I think it has something to do with uh, pedophiles and being uh, shot. I said pedophiles deserve to be shot, and then I was. I also called somebody a retard. Oh, you well, that's the cardinal sin. So you know, today's episode sponsored by Twitter, friend of pedophiles and retards. By the way, thank you, Donald Trump, uh, for uh, looking these bastards in the eye, Jack Dorky, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and. All of them trying to suppress free speech. All I'm saying is people should be able to say whatever they want to say, and it should be a good thing, and free speech should be free speech for everyone. <laughs> that is the worst Trump impersonation ever. <laughs> I thought you were trying to do a gay impersonation there for a oh, second. Well. Well, what the fuck? It's still better than Alec Baldwin. (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about some woke people. And there's a lot lot of them out there. Oh, yes, there is. And I honestly, I I don't mind insulting them because I seriously doubt any of them are listening to this show unless they are looking for something to put on their Reddit posts. So (laughs) fuck them. You know what? Uh, I love the trolls and I love the attention they bring. You know, they're they're a blessing in disguise. Hey, you know what? I forget who said it originally, but God damn it, it is true. Any publicity is good publicity. And we all know that the fucking Kardashians and Justin Bieber have been proving that for fucking years. So anytime <laughs> you can get a mention, it's all good. Anyway, I do want to mention, though, the original meaning of woke, by the way, is to awaken after sleep. But the word now has other social uh, connotations, specifically according to the Oxford English Dictionary by the mid-20th century. His poor English accent, what do you want? Woke has been extended figuratively to refer to being aware 
or well-informed in a political or cultural sense, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, seriously, fuck you. But seriously, is that actually what being woke is? Because I don't think so. I think being woke is being pissed off over a different wording or phrasing of a person that claims to be different. Well, yeah, I don't know about that. If anything, I feel that it just is a group of entitled fucking retarded people. And I will say this before anybody accuses me of being racist. Uh, most idiotic, moronic, woke people are fucking snowflake fucking white. Seriously. And if being woke means that I can be anything I want, then maybe I should have uh, been born a, uh, you know, maybe I should have been born a, uh, a backwoods female millionaire that had a sex change and gave me, you know, a 12 inch dick. And because of all that, everyone should give me money, but that's not the case. However, because of my opinions, I am a, what they call a, by the way, a cis C I S all capitals. I don't know why that is white male. So I'm basically just a normal straight white male uh, however, I do identify as a five-year-old female chimp, so I think everyone should just you know give me a bunch of money so I can be incredibly woke and then I'll be really cool. But that's, uh, I don't know, this just is what it is. But being woke is just seriously dumb as fuck. And if you are quote-unquote woke and you walk around, if you ever use the work or sorry, the word woke, unironically, you are dumb as fuck. That's pure. You truly want to be woke, then you need to understand that not everyone agrees about everything, and sometimes other opinions might differ. But you know what? That's cool. That's what makes the world work. People have different opinions. You know, and go on. I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. You know, and you take these woke motherfuckers and they are a prime example of a people today that can dish out a bunch of shit and they could dish it out, dish it out, dish it out, dish it out. But can they fucking take it? Um, No, no. That's one of the real great things you know the whole woke people they can insult everyone and they can stand on their pedestal and preach from up high and they can tell you what a horrible person you are however if you mention that they have a stray hair in their instagram post then you're fucked because they will send their legions of fake followers against you See, that's just the thing. Uh, there's another word for idiots like this called cry bullies. Basically, they, you know, they dish it out and dish it out and dish it out. And when you hit them back, oh, do they start crying 
and you don't even say anything racist in in the least, but the, you're a racist. That's the number one cry, uh, it, it, whether it be racist, whether it be sexist, whether it be... Uh, misogynist. Uh, misogynist is another good one. Um, and even if you're trying to be nice and have a pleasant discussion or, or a, you know, a sane argument and you're doing your best. And we're going to come into this in a couple of minutes. The favorite phrase that a lot of quote unquote woke people like to use is fucking microaggression. And Uh, I swear to God, that is my favorite, least favorite word of all fucking time. See, what got me thrown off of Twitter, you know, the argument that I had was somebody said, a pedophile can't help the way they were born. They were born attracted to kids. And so so what? So we should let them do it and give in to their desires and scar our children? I was born being attracted to being a millionaire, so... um where the fuck is, uh, to quote Jason Muse from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, another woke motherfucker, where the fuck is my motherfucking movie check? <laughs> yeah. Why am I not rich? I was born feeling like I should be rich. So shouldn't I be rich? You know, I, I like to quote... Uh, E.T. E. Williams, the best. If you don't know who E.T. Williams is, he's a black conservative um, who got thrown off of YouTube. And uh, I don't know where his platform is now, but he is posting a few videos to this day. And uh, this is his analogy on liberals. You know, your liberals are the most obnoxious neighbors you can possibly have. You know, they're the ones who uh, will who will park in your parking spot, let the, and, uh, but the minute you park in their parking spot, they're, they're peeping out the window, calling nine one one. They're the ones who let the dog come over and take a dump in your yard. They're the ones who show up at a cookout and don't bring anything, but they have not even a damn soda, but they'll, uh, they'll have a paper plate and aluminum foil ready because they think they're entitled to what's yours. Oh, shit, that sounds like half my family. (laughs) And half my family is woke as fuck. Yes, I know. But just for, you know, fun, because as much as I hate woke people, I will say this much about woke people. They are fucking great for entertainment purposes. They really are. Oh, how about that woman that just screamed at the top of her lungs when Trump Trump won in uh, 2016? And then she there are pictures taken of her of her. You'll see, you can you can't miss it. All you got to do is go Google it. You'll see the vi- the video of this Woman with a fucking uh, beanie cap on, screaming at the top of her lungs. And then there's other pictures taken of her with her eyes bugged out of her head. <laughs> oh, no, I know the picture you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's been 
you know, well-documented in lots of memes. Uh, but I wanted to give some examples today, uh, particularly, I mentioned the word before, microaggression. Uh -huh. Because now people can get pissed off by the teeniest, tiniest things, and they've come up with the name of microaggressions, meaning, as far as they're concerned, you don't mean to be pissing somebody off. You're actually trying to be nice, but you're a horrible person if you say something. Oh, God. And, and I've got some examples here. Number one, you are so articulate. I don't see in any way, shape, or form how that being said is bad. However... Apparently, if you say that to uh, what the woke people like to call a person of color or other gender, you're a bad person because you think that they are saying you think that they are dumb and should not be able to be articulate. Fuck off. <laughs> Second... This one I like because it's pretty fucking true. Yeah. Look, you're transgender, question mark. You don't look like it. Well, first off, maybe if you're one of those, you know, particularly mentally ill transgender people, and let me stop the haters before you guys <laughs> go nuts. You want to be gay? Be gay. You want to be transgender? I don't give a fuck. Be transgender. I don't fucking care. You want to be part of the club? Be part of the reindeer games? You too can be poked fun at. And I, you know, if somebody were to come up to me and go, you're straight? I don't get offended by that. Even if they say it with a snotty attitude. Like, yeah, okay, I'm cool. But apparently, whatever. And, by the way, if you're gay, you're not allowed to say, oh, you're gay, you should meet my friend. He or she or apparently now they or it or uh, Wednesday Adams, I don't fucking know. Uh, but you should meet my friend. That person is gay too. How is that an insult? I have uh. gay friends. Uh, how about this? I mean, this what the what the real insults are anymore, according to these woke folks. I mean, come on! I will tell you. You know, even though I don't always act like it, I am a I am a Christian. I do believe in Jesus. You know, but uh, I t you tell one of I tell that to one of these woke idiots, and they're offended by that right away. There's, oh, of course. Just by. I, all I say, I'm not trying to convert you over to my beliefs. I'm, I'm just telling you I am a Christian. Now, tell the same person that you're Muslim, and they will praise you for being so brave. Oh, God. Now, here's one for anyone that has a female boss. And by the way, I have a – actually, I, I have two female bosses. And I love both of them to death. They're both great friends of mine. Mm -hmm. but this statement, to my opinion, 
has no gender, nothing. Quote, this is a microaggression. My boss is crazy. How in the fuck? And by the way, one of those bosses does, however, bitch from time to time that people say she's in a worse mood when she's quote unquote PMSing. And, you know, we have a very good relationship. And I've asked her, like, just out of curiosity, uh, you know, are you PMSing right now? She's like, yeah, but that's not the point. I'm like, okay, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) This is somebody, I mean, I love this woman to death. She's great. (laughs) But that's offensive to say your boss is crazy. Uh by the way, I tell both my bosses on a daily basis they're crazy because they're both fucking crazy, PMS or no PMS, but whatever. Another one. Where are you actually from? Oh, gee. They're offended by that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't ask somebody, you know, what their uh, nationality is if they, you know, have a particular accent or something. I don't see how, I mean, I can see, you know, depending on how it's said, where the fuck are you from? Okay, maybe that's offensive, but hey, where are you from? That's considered offensive to woke people. I work with people of a variety of nationalities, uh, including one from the Middle East. And by the way, I got to say, one of my favorite coworkers, he's Pakistani. His name is Sohel. Great guy. I've worked with him since the day I started in my job, my day job. And I love this guy to death. He is fucking awesome. Because two days into working with this guy, we were just having a you know random workplace banter back and forth. And he looked at me and says, shut the fuck up and call me sand nigger. He said that? Yes. <laughs> now, to be fair, I went, I'm not fucking saying that. No. <laughs> but I've heard him say that several. I mean, I've worked with this guy for six and a half years now. He's a great guy. I love this guy to death. He has a fucking sense of humor about life. Granted, he is a bit, he is a liberal, and I forgive him for that sometimes, but he actually has a sense of humor. I have actually referred to him as a goat fucker. <laughs> and he laughs his ass off and fucking flips me off, and, you know, yeah. everything is good. And by the way, the guy, you know, his fucking personal net worth is, probably 20 times mine. And he's like, yeah, you know, fuck you. Make your little jokes, asshole. I make way more money than you kiss my ass. So I'm like, all right, good for you. Fucking go fucker. He's also also, uh, about 15 years older than me. So he's like, you know, he's mid, mid fifties to Bush and mid sixties. I'm not exactly his exact age, but he's like, you know I don't give a shit. He's not young and stupid. 
Amen to that. <laughs> oh. And he's got a sense of humor, so I love that. But uh, what else do we have? Oh, this is one of my favorites. Well, um, we oh, are. I, I do. I, yeah, we're we're pushing it for time, unfortunately. But there is something uh, you you wanted to get to. I mean, there's so much to get to in such little time. Oh, yeah, there are so many on these. Yes. Uh, okay, this one quickly. Uh, you guys can look this one up yourselves if you are interested about woke people. Ebony Magazine has a web article entitled Five Bad Habits Woke People Need to Break. This is literally an article from a woke person about woke people about how they need to be more woke. Okay. That's all I'm going to say, just look it up. A uh, couple quick things. Uh, Urban Dictionary, and I love Urban Dictionary. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, describes, I'm just going to read the first two, the, but there's like 25 pages. Woke, the act of being very pretentious about how much you care about a social issue. Uh, second, this, uh, that's dumb, 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 dumb. Being woke is what happens instead of taking the blue pill, you down the entire bottle. I don't know what that means, but I found it funny. Oh, and the last one I'm going to use on this one. Uh, woke is a politically correct alternative to, quote, stupid or retarded. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. That, I, I like that one the best. However, I want to show how woke... Some of the biggest companies in the world are one in particular, that being good old Jeff Bezos and Amazon. And before everybody jumps on my ass about that, yeah, I'm an Amazon Prime customer because I like a good fucking deal. And I'm sorry he's a billionaire, but God damn it, I like cheap stuff and it were inexpensive. However, I'm going to bring on a special guest right now. I'm going to bring on... A friend of mine, a little electronic personal assistance. <sighs> Alexa, do you support BLM? Black Lives Matter. I believe in racial equality. I stand in solidarity with the black community in the fight against systemic racism and injustice. To learn how you can take action, I recommend visiting Black Alexa, Lives Matter. Alexa, stop. Okay. Did you guys fucking hear that? Even yeah. the goddamn internet, yeah. artificial intelligence is woke. What in the fuck? Simply said, if you truly want to be actually woke, let me just lay it out for you here real quick. Then you need to understand that not everyone agrees about everything. And sometimes other opinions might differ from yours and what you think. But that's cool because we all choose our all right. own path. So here's what being woke or cool is. When you insult because you disagree, then you're not woke. Even if you disagree, find some common mm -hmm. ground. It's not that hard. All right. Listen with an open mind. All Period. Right. That's it. Yeah. We got to cut, cut it because uh, we are uh, at the uh, finish line. So... Sorry about that, Stephen. Uh, but uh, what's uh, coming up uh, next week is yet to be determined. Uh, Stephen, go ahead and give out the phone number real quick. Oh, thank you. Uh, that is 732-YO-BITCH. That's 732-962-4824. 
feel free to leave a message, suggestions, topics for the show, or email us at thestevesolution at gmail.com or at, of course, all the Outlaw Radio stuff. All right. So, going to end the show with Steve Hoffmeyer. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, teamed up with uh, Demi Lee Moore. They're singing a cover of the Waylon Jennings classic, Amanda. Thank you very much for tuning in to Outlaw Radio, and I'll be back next week. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio. I've held it all inward God knows I've tried It's an awful awakening In a country boy's life To look in the mirror In total surprise The hair on my shoulders And the age in my eyes a light of my life A should made you a gentleman's wife A light of my life A should made you a gentleman's wife of people who don't understand the pleasures of life in the hillbilly band I got my first guitar when I was 14 well I finally made 40 to wear in these jeans a man Gentleman's wife A man Light of my life Fate should have made A gentleman's wife
Hey everyone, Bad Billy here. Do you own a business? Or perhaps you're in a band. Or maybe you run a radio show or podcast. Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel. Look no further than Fresh Baked Tees. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from Fresh Baked Tees. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to freshbakedtees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. If you've been searching for a show that talks about what's trending in the world, entertainment gossip, stupid news, and more, sizzling talk radio that is not dumbed or watered down, a show that is not for pussies, then you need to stop searching and check out The Charles Richardson Show. It's uncensored talk radio. No crybabies. No losers. No fucktards. Charles Richardson and crew bring it 100% with real opinions. If you can't take it, Get the fuck out. You can even call the show and flap your gums, provided you have a brain. For the 411 stations and showtimes, like The Charles Richardson Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Charles Richardson Show. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Charles Richardson Show. You want some? Come get some. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Hi, it's the big voice guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too. No matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be 
sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at OutlawRadioABS.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Well, here I am sitting on a porch writing another song. like me man can't you see because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song the outlaw song George Jones. 